Welcome to Your Brain's BFF. I'm Pooja Venkatraman, a double Harvard grad, ex-management consultant, and former stressed-out overachiever. I use clear, simple frameworks rooted in psychology, cognitive behavioral therapy, and mindfulness to teach you how to solve any problem, anytime. Let's go. starting a series on imposter syndrome and over the next few days I'm going to go over three reasons why you have imposter syndrome and what you can do about it. Here is reason number one. That is the story that you tell about your accomplishments. So if I were to ask you what created your previous accomplishments? How did you get here? What caused all the wins that you have? A lot of people When they tell the story of how they got here, they tell it with an element of luck. They say, someone gave me a chance. Things turned out really well. The stars aligned. It was just a good situation. And that's a good way to tell the story, right? We want to be humble. We want to acknowledge the privilege that we have. I get that. But when you tell the story in that way to yourself, it creates an opening for imposter syndrome because When you believe that some part of your success was outside of your control, and then you get put in a new situation, your brain's gonna be like, uh, hang on, I hope that lucky thing happens again. We don't know what's gonna happen. What if that doesn't happen this time? And, oh my gosh, these people that put me in this situation, they have all these expectations of me, and they don't know that last time there was kind of some luck involved. And if that luck doesn't happen this time, they might find out that I'm not really the person who can get this done. That's how imposter syndrome comes in when you attribute some of your past success to luck or situation or chance or any of those things. So the first thing you need to do is take 100% responsibility for your past accomplishments. Of course, the situation was there, someone gave you a chance, all that stuff happened and you did something with it. Because I guarantee you, there are people who are in the same situation as you, who got the same chances as you, who didn't make of it what you made of it. So that is the story that you need to tell yourself is, of course there were external elements and I made it happen. It's what I did with the elements I was given that is fully on me. I completely created the accomplishments from my past, which means, You can put me in any situation you want. I'm gonna get great results because I'm the person who creates great results no matter where I am. So that's kind of level one of combating imposter syndrome that comes from this reason, right? It's just fully taking responsibility, fully taking ownership of your accomplishments. Now here's level two. Not just taking responsibility for those accomplishments, but incorporating them into your identity into your concept of who you are as a person. So those accomplishments aren't just something you did, they are who you are. And here's how I can tell if you've really done this. Let me give you an example. Let's say I sign 10 clients this month, and then I go six months and I sign zero clients. Still marketing, I'm still doing everything I can, six months, no clients. So I got a wanted result first, I got the 10 clients in one month, and then I get an unwanted result after that, six months of zero clients. 
the way that I can tell whether or not I have shifted my identity is by how I react to the unwanted result. If I have not shifted my identity based on my accomplishment, I'm going to look at the unwanted result. I'm going to look at the six months of no clients, and I'm going to make that into a me problem. I'm going to say things like, oh my gosh, that one month was probably just a fluke. Maybe I've hit my limit. Maybe there just aren't people out there that want my coaching. Maybe this is like all I can expect. Maybe this is just like the most I can hope for. That all of those kinds of sentences are turning six months with no clients into a me problem. And me problems are really hard to solve for two reasons. One, they don't feel good. When you look at something as a me problem, you often will feel embarrassed and ashamed. And you are not going to do good, clear-headed problem solving when you're feeling embarrassed and ashamed. And two, they're just not really solvable, right? If the reality is the one month was a fluke, or the reality is that I've hit my limit, that's not a solvable problem. What the heck am I supposed to do about that? So treating things as me problems makes them really hard to solve. Versus, if I had shifted my identity, if I took my one month where I signed 10 clients and I said, I'm a coach that signs clients on a consistent basis, done. That test is passed. That milestone is proven. That is just who I am now and no one can take it away from me. I have reached that step in the ladder. I'm done. If I really believed that I'm a coach that signs clients on a consistent basis, I can look at six months with no clients signed and I can treat it as a process problem. I can say, huh, there just must be a breakdown somewhere. I wonder where it is. Is it in my email list? Is it in my videos? Is it on social media? Just have to find the process problem and fix it. And process problems are really easy to solve. I love a process problem because you just have to look at all the steps and tweak things and experiment and figure it out. They're really easy to break down and they're really easy, easy to attack one by one. And process problems are no big deal. They're not personal. It's just like a bunch of boxes and arrows, you know, it's just a sequence. You just have to look at the sequence and figure out what you want to change. And who better to solve a process problem like this one than the coach that signs clients on a consistent basis? You can literally say, yeah, I'm the best person to solve this process problem because I already know how to do this. I have taken full responsibility for the success I already had. I've incorporated it into my identity. I already just know I am this person who gets clients on a consistent basis. So I am now the best person to solve this process problem. Bring it to me. I'm going to get it done. And this kind of thinking can apply to any area where you've gotten a wanted result then you've gotten an unwanted result. So if you got into the school that you really wanted to get into, but then you go through recruiting and you don't get the job that you wanted, or if you had four quarters of awesome results in your business, your team is killing it, you got promoted, and then you get six quarters of not so great results and you miss a promotion. Or if you're super on track with your routine and you're working out and you're eating healthy, then you go on vacation, you fall off the wagon, come back and you eat like crap for two weeks, right? All of those are examples of getting a wanted result and then getting an unwanted result. And if you treat all of those things as me problems, 
right? It's really hard to solve them. You're gonna feel embarrassed and ashamed that you got this crappy result, and you're gonna tell yourself things like, oh, that was a fluke, I don't know how that happened, maybe this is my limit, I don't know what to do now, oh my gosh, I hope nobody finds out about this. All of that kind of thinking means that you're treating it as a me problem, which means you haven't taken full responsibility and you haven't shifted your identity. Versus, you can tell yourself, I'm the person with this degree, I got in here, I'm done, I'm proven. I'm the person that delivered amazing performance and got promoted faster than everyone else. That's me, I'm done. I'm the person that worked out and ate right for that period of time, that's who I am. And I'm the best person to attack this process problem. Bring it to me, I'm gonna solve it. Then it's really easy to solve the problem. And there's no imposter syndrome to be found because where's the imposter? You're good, you're already the person who is best positioned to solve this problem. So all you need to do is go back, look at your previous accomplishments, write the story. Do this on paper. Don't just, don't just do this in your head. Write the story of how it came from you, how you made it all happen. Take full responsibility. Then don't just treat them as things you did. Treat them as who you are. Build that identity. Build that self-concept of you as the person who gets those things done. And then when the inevitable unwanted results come, because they're coming for all of us, treat them as process problems and look at yourself as the best person to solve the super easy process problem. So as you're doing this work, if your brain is throwing up resistance, if it's telling you, I don't know how to believe that story. Oh my gosh, if I do this, I'm gonna become really arrogant. Oh, I kinda get it for a minute and then I lose it again. Come talk to me you can do this work on your own. You guys are so smart and so hardworking. You're going to get so far on your own. And if you come work with me, it's going to go a lot faster. It's going to be a lot more focused and the results are going to stick way longer because we're not just going to talk about it one-on-one. -on -one. I'm going to give you homework. I'm going to make sure you get the reps and I'm going to make sure you get it done. So come talk to me. Book a coaching consult. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your Brain's BFF by me, Pooja Venkatraman. Check out the links in the episode description if you want to read this piece on my website, follow me on Instagram, subscribe to my email newsletter, or book a consult to work with me one-on-one. -on -one.